Hello, my name's James Pikeway, and this is the Nightline Podcast. If you're interested in cars, car repair, music, fitness, technology, and more, this is the podcast for you. Interested in more of what's going on at Dubai Eye? Go to DubaiEye1038.com and search out our podcasts and blogs. Want to get in touch with me? Nightline at DubaiEye1038.ae. Enjoy the show. It's do-it-yourself radio time, which means we're fixing stuff. Colin and Dan are here from We Will Fix It, which means something going on where you are. These guys can answer the questions pretty much about everything. we got a, a tremendous list of things to, to hit on this evening. Gentlemen, welcome back. Good evening. Good evening. It's great to have you guys here. And... Uh, What's uh, what's what's been going on for you guys? It's yeah. been a couple of weeks. Yeah, We're by been, been a month for me. Feels like it's been a long time. My word, it has, hasn't it? We had Kevin in um, two weeks ago, didn't yeah. we? Yeah. Great job, Kev. He's in Bali right now. The lucky oh, fellow. Oh man. He's yeah. probably in a nightclub. <laughs> yeah. Not you know, you don't know what time it's in Bali. You know what I love about Bali, and I I've been there several times and uh, spent a summer there actually. And what I love about Bali is the inventiveness and the creativity of the folks who live there. So the security guard by day, painter by night. And I'm not talking, you know, painting walls, painting paintings or, uh, you know, janitor by day and musician by night. And we were we were there at a, at a place called Echo Beach, which used to be in the middle of nowhere, which is now no longer That's in the famous song about Martha it. and the Muffins. Yeah. And I suspect it was written about this place because okay. it, it anyway. We're there, and we're we're having a barbecue, Aussie barbecue. So all the stuff, you know, Aussies are running the place, and it's great. We're just barbecuing up, and there's a band inside, and my son's complaining. He says, "Oh, you know, we're sitting in here, out here on the patio, and the band's playing inside. We got to listen to this music. Of, you know, I don't want to listen to the Led Zeppelin. I'd, I'd rather hear what the band's playing." And I I, I look over him and says, uh, "That is the band." playing wow and it <laughs> they, one of those nights one, and so the, the, the thing is why we go back to that is that's the kind of folks who live there is by day they do one thing and at night they're these phenomenal alter egos wow. that yeah. really is multi-talented yeah, isn't yeah. it it's a great the very definition of it yeah indeed okay well, kevin spent some time working in australia so he's getting together with a few of the lads that uh, come over from australia to meet him and meet him over there so that'll be a nice quiet weekend oh, oh right well that, that ruins next week when he's back now doesn't it the, the other thing, you, we, when we came in, you guys were talking about The Nest, a newfound meeting place that uh, I also am involved in with Creative Mornings, but you guys happened upon this at the Trip Hotel. We did. We were looking for somewhere to have an off-site meeting this week to get a bit of peace and quiet and yeah. do a bit of brainstorming, and we, we tripped, uh, tripped, <laughs> the <trip>. hotel, <laughs> tripped upon Nest at the other uh, Wyndham, at the trip, yeah. trip Hotel, and yeah, we had really good day out. Yeah. Really good. Fantastic Wi-Fi. Yeah. Free muffins and free coffee. coffee as much really as you good. can. As much as you can I'm do. Just, I'm just free surprised. Parking. Free parking. Free parking. Free parking. Free Mind you, I had to park my own. I don't mind parking my own. Well, because then I can have, get out of there quick too. I have my own shed car, which is basically <laughs> cost absolutely nothing. I love it. I'm leaving the posh one in the garage at the moment, and they looked at me and they were like, "Is he, is he really looking to valet that?" <laughs> And I literally had to park it myself. It was <laughs> hilarious. So I walked into Dad and went, you don't believe what's just happened. It was like, they made you park it, didn't they? Yeah. I was like, yeah. I did. Yeah. Absolutely. But very, very relaxing there. There was a guy who fell asleep. Who yeah, was, there was. He was Pete's shoes off, feet up on the couch, and just <laughs> had an hour's cap. Very productive. <laughs> well, mind you, maybe he did just loads of work beforehand. Do you think that was it? No, he was talking to everyone. I think he might be a manager from the hotel. Sorry yeah, if I've just well, dropped, dropped him in. <laughs> I, was, I was not going to say that. 
the you know one of the other things is the, uh, the the folks who who run the nest Jessica and and Cher who probably met you at the front uh, front desk just fantastic people big agreed. shout out to them agreed we, we were shown around the night before we okay. went in and the girl was brilliant we, we she so, was so that was, that was probably yeah. Jessica Filipina uh, girl oh no that, that's Cher Sure. Ah. She was amazing. Yeah. She was so incredible. professional, very yeah. warm, just lovely girl. But yeah, yeah the stuff they were great. Yeah, yeah. But you do feel a bit guilty <laughs> if you, when you actually just want to get a bit animated and kind of talk through things. You do feel a bit guilty when you raise your voice. Yeah. And yeah. I guess, and then I started looking at, okay, well, is this a standard kind of thing in Dubai now, co-working spaces? Mm. And there are, you know, there's like 15 of them yeah. now. It's incredible. And it completely passes by because back in the day when we were starting um, Jim Will Fix It at that stage, we were just round our kitchen table and yeah. um, kind of working it out that way. But now there's this whole amazing entrepreneurial community in Dubai um, that it turns out is an entire movement <laughs> that we just had no idea about. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm really happy with that place. And as you said, there's there's plenty more. Yeah. Um, so we're, we're at that time of the year. People are doing some shifting still. They're doing some moving, getting lots of calls for television mounts and stuff like that it seems to be a lot of people moving house i think there's ah. there's a lot of stuff i'm on british dads dubai and, okay. and my mirror group and there seems to be a lot I of gotta people. get on these groups yeah they're, they're great but they do often they, they often ask <laughs> where, where which house you live in they, they do check you out um but there seems to be some people are saying there's a mass exodus of dubai i, I don't believe that myself yeah. but i think people are the the rental prices are dropping a lot of people yeah. are using that as an opportunity to to upgrade or you know to move to a bigger property or a, or a different area my landlord called me yesterday, asked me whether or not I wanted to renew, and said, well, of course, I'll reduce the rent. Without, and that was, without, I didn't even ask for it. No ask. Wow. Now, you're not going to believe this. I actually said, no, thanks. Don't reduce my rent, because I've got this big long-term plan, because I want to be in my place for years to come. Okay. And I thought, in the future, when it starts booming, um, I'm quite worried that I get priced out of the place. So if I give him a bit of credit now, yeah. let's come to an arrangement whereby we both just kind of stay at the current rates. That's the current plan. And did okay. did you articulate this with your landlord? Yes. Okay. And he's agreed. Okay, good. And I think I've got it. You're going to get him to sign it for two or three years? <laughs> I'm not, well, we, we've got to do a meeting, actually. We may all be meeting up tomorrow, and I, I still haven't worked out my entire strategy, because I never thought he'd go for it. I think he, yeah. he thought... He thinks thought you're insane. Just, he does. He thinks I'm a fruit <laughs> loop. What do you mean you're going to pay me extra? So, yeah. Uh, yeah, I've got to work out my strategy from here, but um, looking at it, it's um, I think it will work as long as I stay in it for quite a while. Okay. Like I've been in my place 18 years. My landlord's very happy that I I stick around. So and our, my rent is pretty much. St- you know, people say, oh yeah, I think you could negotiate your rent down a bit. And I kind of go, you know, I got good. Got a good re- landlord. I got yeah. a good relationship with my landlord. Me Stuff too. gets fixed. I'm a, I'm happy where the rent is. Yeah, it's my high. guy's awesome. I'm a good, awesome. good landlord's worth a, worth oh, a lot, quite yeah, a bit I of money. Totally agree with you. Yeah. Totally agree. My last landlord ran away. Oh no. Yeah, I didn't default on his mortgage. Ran away. We got the knock at the door saying you've got to be out in six months. <laughs> <laughs> not not the sort of landlord you want. Yeah. No, but that happens so often. There was one in Brits in Dubai um, recently where a landlord just point blank refused to do anything to the property really? um, that uh, when they moved in. All ACs were broken. And, of course, when you don't have DWA, you, you, yeah. you don't know any better. Yeah. And, um, and he literally did nothing. Not one thing, and just point blank refused to do anything. So um, there's the whole discussion about um, you know going to Rira, and anyone who is in that position go to Rira. They're absolutely awesome yeah. and uh, very much on the side of the tenant. Um, but uh, you know that that situation where your landlord just says no, full stop, mm. or doesn't even pick up the phone as this person has got me. I saw you speaking about this online this week because we, Colin had a, a previous experience with a villa where he, he said to me, "I think I've got a really good landlord." Is this the Barsha villa? <laughs> 
No, no this is after budget. The, the last one, he oh, said, he said God, this guy's yeah. a, a little bit odd, but I think he's a really good landlord. Well, in the end, he was at Rera. I got, I got ripped. I oh. got ripped. And it's very rare, actually. I think that's the the only time that I have probably lost out in, what, 14-odd years here. But, yeah, I got ripped on that but one. But you went to Rera and had a very good experience. And since then, yes. you've been speaking very positively about anybody yeah. in here who does have a, a dispute. It's well mm. worth going down. They get yeah. there early in the morning, file a case. They are, they're very, very proud. Absolutely. It wasn't Rera's fault that I got ripped. That's for sure. Rera were fantastic. Oh, nice. Uh, I know we talk a lot about moving, and there's all the, the little things. I, in fact, I had someone just today who was telling me, hey, they're, I'm moving, and I've got to get someone in to fill the holes from taking things off the wall, and especially around where the curtains were, and then... You know, put the speckle in there and sand it, and I don't know if what their plan is for repainting, but I I can only imagine that they're going to lose their uh, deposit because they're going to say, yeah, we got to repaint this whole thing. I think a lot, very few people in Dubai get their deposit back. Yeah. I think uh, the, the amount of money that's negotiated is is designed that way that it's it's less than a full repaint. I think you can. Um, there's there's little hints and tips there. So um, if you're filling the holes. Uh, whilst it's still wet, get a, a wet piece of kitchen roll and wipe around the hole so that it's only the hole itself that you're filling. Mm. And at that stage, you've got basically a what six, uh, six millimeter diameter hole that you need to fill. Um, dab a paint and you'd be really hard pressed to spot it. Well, if you've skimmed all over the hole and then you need to sand it, then you've got a huge area. Mm-hmm. It's like yeah. um, you know, 10, 15 times the size. So, that's a good, so just literally fill the hole and then go over it with the with the wet cloth. Yes. Now, you need to go around twice because the filler ah, will shrink, uh-huh. uh, without a doubt. Um, and um, as a result, that uh, you need to go around tw- uh, twice to be able to fix that one. Yeah. Nice thing in, in the city is a lot of companies use the same paint codes or the same uh, the right. very similar paint. So we do, all of our DIY guys, each van's got a, a selection of different paints. Joe, Jote and Ivory mm. is, a, is the famous <laughs> one that comes up everywhere. Well, I thought that that's actually a great question, right? Is is when you're going to a lot of these different areas, you already know what kind of paint they're using. Yes, yeah, and, absolutely. And typically in buildings, so that you can be prepared for that. Yes. A text come through as you guys are talking about your housing uh, dilemma, saying you've been here for so long. Why are you renting and not buying? Do you know this is a brilliant question? And um, I was only saying to Dan um, a couple of a uh, couple of days ago in the car. I wish I'd done it your way, <laughs> <laughs> but there's a simple scenario here. When I when I came over over here, and it, actually I think it's 14 years now that I've been been over here, um, it was still the crazy prices. So yeah. at that stage, everyone thought, oh, the bubble's going to burst. The bubble's going to burst. And uh, what was it? Another three or four years until things really started going uh, going south. And uh, just as the market went south, I had this crazy idea, along with a certain Mr. Daniel Garner, uh, to set up um, Jumal Fix-It and um, finance it ourselves. We didn't take any loans. So in answer to your question, instead of, uh, of buying a property, we set up Jumal <laughs> Fix-It and we financed it ourselves. So that's, that's the whole reason, simple as yeah. that. And ever since then, it's been growing, 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 which is wonderful. But it takes quite a lot of cash to grow a business. Mm. Um, and again, you know, we've been absolutely adamant along the way that we weren't going to get our, ourselves or our families in trouble and we were going to finance it ourselves. And we have all the way through. So, uh, yes, that is the reason. There you go. Simple as that. Pretty easy. Uh, I want to I want to jump in on the the refresh things as you were talking about. Just in one sense, you got people who are moving out and hope to get their deposits back. But this is also a time year when people are thinking, hey, you know, what? I'm going to just refresh the look of my villa or my apartment and and change things around. 
in your experience going into different buildings and different you know villas are, are a different thing although maybe not depending on the the agreement do, do most of these places have restrictions on colors at some point will you have to return it to a white color is that something that you guys have heard a lot of yeah the the official line is um that you need to return it to both the same colors and condition right. as you found it right. so if your landlord repainted it in a certain color you are duty bound to put it back to that color if you want your entire deposit back mm. that's how um we've been told rira operates and that's actually second hand interestingly enough but that's what um what we've been told um, that where it gets more complex is um, exteriors yeah. um, for all <laughs> developments, whether apartments or uh, villas, are very highly regulated. Yeah, um, okay. So you have to have the approval of the developer um, for the colours. I remember, Dan, you had an absolute classic on the palm and the keel, didn't you? Yeah, a few palm, years ago. palm Jumeirah, the, the, the properties on the fronds are, are painted in a selection of colours and quite often two or three colours on, on each property. Um, but if you want to change the colour of your property, it's got to be an approved colour. And they're very careful that everybody in the street doesn't paint their, their house the same colour and they don't yeah. don't look like a patchwork quilt as well. So you've got a certain range of colours and you can only put certain colours together and they're very strict on it. Fran D. I was on Fran D. about a mm. year ago and they were all brown, 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 brown and then someone decided to go Greek. <laughs> and it was white so with blue, blue trim. Yeah. Uh, okay. That lasted about a month. And yes, then it was... Brown, 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 brown. Oh, yeah. and it's brown again. Yeah. <laughs> Bizarre, that. I guess he didn't get the approval beforehand. Yeah. Uh, and I, I think that happens for a lot of folks. The, the, the other thing is, uh, when people are, are planning to get work done, and if you guys are going in to do some painting or things, and you're going into some of these communities, there, I understand that people have to organize to make sure they've got clearances to bring folks in. Does, yeah, is that absolutely. something you work on, or is that something that the tenant needs to work we, on? We have support staff who help um, yeah, basically send information to, to our customers to let them know what, uh, what we need in terms of approvals. But every community has a different approval, oh, and, and those approvals are changing all the time. Um, it, it, They're not it, cheap either, necessarily. No, no, it, we, we're not paying too much, but uh, well, in day, but day by day, we're not. But yeah. in terms of three-month passes, six-month passes, we pay a lot of money for that, and we, we try not to pass that on. There's also a room done that um, if somebody wants to repaint or do any alterations to the exterior, um, they have a deposit they often need to leave, yeah. which I think, from their perspective, can be up to 5,000 dirhams. 5,000 for EMAR, EMAR at yeah, the moment. Yeah, 5,000 you pay in advance, and then 1,000 for the approval, and then they will come and inspect before you get your 5,000 back. So you've got to make sure you, that you hire somebody to do a good job. Wow. It's an interesting one, that, because plenty of the jobs that we've done exterior are fixing it when the um, <laughs> the originally appointed cheaper contractor yeah. has messed it up. And the simple reason is the textured finishes. Mm. That um, Most of the properties here in Dubai, as everyone's well aware, have a textured finish. Yeah. Well, trying to patch that is a real art form. And um, luckily, over the years, actually, we've got a contractor that we use for that. Um, and he's the best I've ever seen, without a doubt. Yeah. But some of them, like the crosshatch ones, where's that? That's on the palm as well, isn't it? That's on the front. Tricky ones, like in in the lakes, Hatton. Yes. The, the three-story villas got yeah. a very unusual texture, and it's really difficult to re- replicate. Yeah, without a doubt. Um, so yeah, they're not all just a straight um, roller-on scenario. Yeah. There's some really difficult ones. Uh, it's it's all these extra things, these extra fees, these extra permissions that you know. I I live, you know, I, I don't live in a, a gated community or anything like that. So you know, someone rocking up to do it it's okay but I, yeah. when i hear people talking about that it's like whoa that's a whole other dimension that now you've got to factor into getting a job done 
I think the the, the logic and and the, the idea behind it is very sensible. It's to keep yeah. to keep registered contractors, make sure all the staff are, are insured, and, and make sure nothing goes wrong. It's, it's Makes total sense. It's to me. a stop one man band yeah. companies coming in, but um, for for ourselves, when we do have everything in place, it just takes a lot of time and frustration for the customers when we're waiting at the gate at uh, yeah. nine o'clock in the morning, <laughs> twenty minutes to get through. Sometimes it's tough. Mm. Hey, this is the DIY show, by the way. If you're wondering what you've tuned into, Colin and Dan are here from We Will Fix It. That's wewillfixit.com, 800FIX. They're answering your questions about home repair and improvement. You got something that's going on? You got things you need to bounce off these guys? This is how you can get involved in the program. Do it yourself, radio. We got Colin and Dan joining us from We Will Fix It. They are fielding all of your questions on anything to do DIY. If there's anything, literally anything going on with where you're, you're staying, villa, apartment, home, trailer, shed, these guys can answer those questions. And we got quite a list of things that are, are going on. I wanted to jump back, though, to, and we were actually just having a conversation about window cleaning off air. And it, it's interesting because this is, I think maybe this is one of those different continents, different mindsets, because we were talking window cleaning, and, and I guess back where you guys are from, this is a pretty common thing to get your windows cleaned quite often and i was talking about where i come from in north america and you know uh, toronto way ajax and then you know family out in montreal and and stuff like that and i can't remember the last time we ever got our windows cleaned. my mother-in-law gets their windows cleaned once a year yeah, she well, does the inside but never the outside well, my mom gets those done once a week, once a week. <laughs> it, freaks you, <laughs> it freaks you out because it's i'm staying in the spare bedroom with my wife and, and baby and then this guy just puts a ladder against the window and just comes up starts squeezing the window and you're like hi <laughs> waving to you through Don't the window me. Yeah. <laughs> the, 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 there's no warning or ringing the doorbell. It just appears that when they like wife's wife's half naked. Only like, oh, me. <laughs> oh, yeah, very common. They come on, they charge a few quid, and they do. Oh, they okay. One guy will have the whole street, and wow. he's like 20 minutes a house with reach and wash, and just goes all, all the way down the street and comes on once a week. Dan interviewed him actually last time he was back. Yeah. Just to send to us because um, we've always been saying to our guys, you know, you can do this faster. <laughs> and um, Dan interviewed the guy that was uh, that was there, and we worked out that I think he's about four times as fast. Absolutely, really. But um, but then the, the but he's doing it old school, and he's, he's on his own. Our guys are working no. a team of two. This guy's <laughs> on his own with all his gear. He's doing twenty minutes to do a decent size house. But it's because it's things like uh, balconies that are the real problem yeah. here that slows everything down because mm. you can't get to those on the ground floor um and it's it's that kind of thing and also the you know, the uh, the drainage doesn't normally go in the right direction so then have a lot of clear up to do all the things that in in the uk that uh, that this gentleman didn't have to deal with but mm. it was it's fascinating seeing the video well no but you guys over at we will fix it you do window cleaning that's why we're, we're we're chatting a little bit but what becomes interesting is you do environmentally friendly window cleaning as well yeah um, pure water window cleaning. So, um, so what does that mean? Basically, we get the water from uh, from Dewa, uh, and then we run it through a process of 11 different types of filter, uh, which includes reverse osmosis and... Um, well, why uh, do I need that? Deions, resin beds, because pure, pure, pure water, which is zero parts per million, um, totally chemically pure water, yeah. acts like a magnet for dirt. So when you put it on a window, mm. even though you've got no chemicals on that window... Um, any dirt that's on that window just gets sucked into it. It's it's absolutely amazing. And then also, once that's happened, and you give it a bit of a brush, rinse it off, and then uh, it will dry without any of the traditional marks that you would get from normal water, which actually is the minerals that are within the water naturally. Hmm. So because none of those are there anymore, it dries to a perfect shine. Wow. Yeah, it's amazing to see. 
And, for, and everybody in the UK has switched to this as well. It's, it's very popular. And this is, yeah, it's much safer because, again, I can work on my own without mm. going up ladders and, and risking falling off. How hard is that much to sell here? Well, I mean, I'm thinking the folks from the UK should be right into it because they're going, okay, this is we do this at home. Yeah, it's cheaper is yeah. the uh, okay. is the big benefit. So because it's quicker, um, it works out really uh, really cost effective from that perspective. And environmentally friendly. You're not using all your windexes and exactly. toxic stuff. And here that's massive. You know, in yeah. the ranches, um, they have a big issue with, um, I want to say, detrophification. What's the one where they got? What's it called where they get all the algae growth? It's eutrophication. Oh, thanks. There we go. There's yeah. one one who's had a proper algal education. Bloom. Algal bloom. Look at that. Uh, there we go. Um, and they have a massive issue with this, and that's why you're stopped um, car washing okay. uh, in a lot of the developments. Um, and certainly, this gets around that issue in its entirety. Hmm. Um, and hence, you know, the support that we get from um, all of the communities is fantastic. Interesting. Similar why, uh, reason why I love the car washing guys now, just using steam and not using chemicals on cars as well, because most major communities will not let you use, uh, use even you know, soap to clean yeah. a car. You've just got to steam it. Okay. Yeah, good to know. So it's easy to get that done. Uh, thank you for the update on that. And you're doing something good for the community as well. So. Yeah. Uh, summer's coming, which means lots of folks are going to be traveling uh, for a short period, long period. The, we know this happens when schools let out, some near the end of June, some well into July this year. I hear all, every year about this time, Dubai police start saying, hey, make sure that your property is protected, uh, doors, locks, and those kind of things. Uh, window lock installation, this is a big, big issue. And uh, and you've you've dealt with this recently. Yeah, I mean, we we all know Dubai is one of the safest cities, uh, one of the safest cities on the planet. But it, it still gives you peace of mind just to have that bit of extra protection. So, um, it's it's questions come up a few times recently. What what can I do to to protect my windows? So, mm. um, some people just stick a piece of wood in the in the second window to stop it sliding open. But there's uh, obviously window locks is a is a more secure way. Uh, most modern developments have really good uh, really good like, secure windows with the the eight bolts on the inside that slide up as you. Yeah. As you turn the handle, but some of them don't. Uh, so so you can retrofit those? Uh, not no, pe- not no, 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 no. Well, you, technically you could, but you'd be taking out the entire frame, the entire yeah, door, okay. the entire yeah. roller mechanism, the All whole right. lot. Forget it. So we've, uh, we're just going to advise people, if you're going to install window locks, go down and have a look at Ace and SpeedX and find something that fits. Find uh, the, the size, the dimensions, and the style that you're looking for. Do you need a key? You know, um, don't just order online and, and hope that what comes up in, in the post is, uh, is what you need. Have you had people doing that who've ordered something online? They call you in and they say, yeah, what do you think? Yeah. Yeah. Well, we, trying to advise people <laughs> we normally ask for pictures. Yeah. And then, uh, so show me a picture of the window. Show me a picture of the lock that you've got. Um, and ideally a reference code if we can. Yeah. And then we'll we'll work out at that point whether or not it's a goer. Um, the other thing, actually, when it comes to window locks, we try to stick to the things that we're really good at. And window locks takes quite a lot of brain power to do and to, mm. to have the skill to be able to put them in. So we can do them. Um, but again, it's one of those activities that we like to refer to um, to a fantastic guy um, called Hamza from Key Issues. Again, anyone who's locked out, Hamza Key Issues. We don't recommend anyone, uh, actually, apart from Hamza. Yep. And in the, what, how long have you been working with Hamza? Eight years, probably? No, the whole, the whole time, ten years. Doing, okay, ten years now. The whole time, Hamza has never let anyone down. Wow. Well, and that's is this the guy that you can call and he's he's pretty much there? Oh yeah, he'll come 24 hours a day. He's the, 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 brilliant. The normal scenario is my my old house. My neighbours <laughs> used to come home from brunch and they both lost their keys and they'd be like, 
walking down the drive at one steady and say, how are we going to get into our house? And Hamza will be there within 45 minutes wow. and drill the locks and replace all the handles. He's an amazing guy. We, we love Hamza. Yeah. In fact, we've been giving him quite a bit of business. My community's had, a, had an, att- an attempted break-in okay. um, a couple of months ago. Nothing was stolen, but uh, the police came around and said, this, uh, this lock mechanism is not very good. Somebody can just stick a screwdriver through the gap and jimmy the, the bolts These up. are the sliding doors that we're talking sliding about? Sliding patio doors, okay. yeah. Unfortunately, they're just not that great. So, um, so I've been recommending that people get Hamza to come out. He puts in a, a stronger bolt, uh, lock and key, um, and yeah, strengthens the whole system. Nice. Got some pictures. I'll share those later. But, uh, worth doing. Is, is it, when we start talking about the lock systems on doors, and I mean, I, I go around some places and it's quite the hodgepodge of old locks and new locks and some of these things look like they are really internal door locks that are on external doors is is this is this something that you know you find you're referring a lot to Hamza to sort through um yes um but again because we stick to the stuff that we really we're really good at um Hamza we would happily give all this this mm. kind of work too I think it's important to say, by the way, I uh, I had a big um, issue online today with a certain outfit that recommended another outfit who happened to be their sponsor. Um, oh. So I just want to clarify one point, which is uh, there is no commercial relationship between ourselves and Hamza. He's just good. Yeah. It's simple as that, which we really, really like. Mm. Um, but again, if there's something that we're not 100% comfortable is in our wheelhouse, we'll happily refer people on to whoever... Um, is a specialist in that area and for locks and for uh, mechanisms and that kind of thing Hams is just the uh, the man to do it I think it's a good tip for anybody who's moving house to get the locks changed if you're moving into a property you don't know how many keys mm. are out there from the from the previous owner quite often, quite often people give the gardener a, a key to the side gate and somebody's yeah. coming into the cleaning give them a couple of keys for coming in the front door if you're moving into a property you've got no idea how many keys are out there so for what it costs get your locks changed is that and now in your experience is that something depend if I'm in uh if I'm in the ranches do I need to get permission to do that from no, no. Okay. No, absolutely not. And maybe again, it's maybe only, let your landlord know that you're doing it. Although I don't even think my landlord has keys to my place. Uh, mine needs one actually as part of mm. our terms and conditions. So okay. check your contracts on that one. Okay. Um, but again, it's only the barrels that you're changing. It's not the locks itself. Right. Well, that's, so. a, that's a good way to keep your landlord out if you don't want to drop <laughs> dropping it <laughs> unannounced. Obviously, I couldn't I couldn't state whether or not I've changed a lot since I gave him the set. Of course, I couldn't say. Yeah. Okay, cool. Hey, if you're wondering what you've tuned into, this is DIY Radio. We've got We Will Fix It in studio. That's Colin and Dan. They're taking your questions. The We Will Fix It guys are in studio. Colin and Dan taking your questions. It's that simple. Abbas has come through with a great one. It says, hi, guys. The question for the Fix It people. I like that. You guys are the Fix It people. That must be us, Dan. <laughs> That's it, the Fix It people. We live in a one-bedroom uh, on the ground floor. I've been having strange headaches and allergy symptoms in our house for a couple of months now i'm worried there may be something in the house perhaps black mold what can what can i check for and where do i start this is from abbas okay hello mr abbas um well it's interesting that he says a couple of months because that suggests that it may well be ac related because a couple Mm. of months ago is when a lot of people were turning on the ac mr abbas be very interested to know if it was when you turned your acs on for this season um secondly as ever anybody who asks us a question we really like to know where exactly you are um we have uh, we work in almost uh, every development in dubai um and have specific knowledge about different developments so it'd be good to know um Let's start off with the AC. So he's talking about allergy issues and headaches um, headaches as well. Um, I would certainly start off um, looking, you know, the 
one of the questions you asked at the end there is uh, what can I check for and where do I start? So let's not think about getting people in for starters. You just want a bit of an indicator. So the first indicator is if you've lived in that property for longer than four months, when did you last get your ACs serviced and who did it? Were, were they somebody you were happy with, reliable, or was it um, the handyman from the building who had one screwdriver and left in five minutes? That's the starter. Um, normally, if you're worried about um, something like black mold, uh, that's something that would either be in the ducts or coils. Um, when allergies are involved as well, it may well have spread from the coils to the ducts. But again, if there is um, somebody coming to the property to service the ACs, they should be able to advise you on anything else that's required. Okay. The next thing that it could be, which is, uh, let's assume that there isn't a link to the AC, um, there should be a fresh air recirculation duct into every apartment, which is there basically for two jobs. A, to keep the air fresh, mm-hmm. um, which if the air isn't fresh and uh, you can get a, 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 an element of oxygen depletion, which would cause the um, the potential headaches. Yeah. Uh, again, I'm not a doctor, but um, these are technically what we're told about. Ah, Cordoba residents, uh, Dubai Media City, just come back. Okay, well, um, Cordoba residents, no, I don't have something specific for that, unfortunately, uh, Abbas. Um, but again, uh, for this, if uh, I would check that um, mm. the recirculation, just make sure that you're getting fresh air um, in there as well. There are some uh, unscrupulous people that um, would turn this off because uh, quite often, if you imagine the heat that's outside, yeah. normally it would run through an AC before it comes into the building, mm. uh, basically to cool that air down. Well, that's a unit that often doesn't get quite as much love as some of the other units within um, an apartment complex. And uh, if for any reason that unit isn't working, they might decide that rather than deal with the extra heat that would therefore be coming in, that that unit would be turned off. And we've seen that on numerous occasions. Okay. So to start with, take a look through to... Yeah, we'll start with the with AC service from a reputable company. That's part of that AC service, which should take half an hour to 45 minutes. Ask the guys per unit. To be, unit. Ask the guys that are coming to check the the coils and yeah. the ducts at the same time. They may well need some attention. There we go. And uh, let us know how you make out with that, Abbas. We'd love to to know what, what if you got that resolved and and what they thought at that point. One one final just basic indicator as to whether or not you need your ACs serviced. So let's assume that temperature wise you're not thinking oh it, it needs it. Have a look up at the vents. Mm. If your vents, the vents themselves are dirty, it gives you a really good idea that things are not going to get any better going into the AC. So as a start point, a really rough start point of about asking what can he check for himself, start with that. There you go. It's pretty. Uh, that's that's a good starting point, and he will let us know what's going on. Thank you very much, guys. Uh, we're we're going to come back to paint, but I, because we were talking locks on windows and things, we we did get a question also about sticky sliding doors. And I think this uh, becomes quite an issue in a lot of, of places that people are living. Sometimes it's settling. Sometimes things just wear out. If you've got these doors that are sticking, the, and we're talking aluminum sliding doors, is, is this something you guys have dealt with? Uh, yeah, absolutely. The the, um, quite often the sliding door, it can be the, the frame 
because it will expand and contract through the the summer and the winter. So maybe that it's expanded, so it just doesn't fit as well as it did before. Mm. Also, the the fly screen door will often have small wheels on the bottom, which need to need to be moving for it to slide efficiently. Um, I've had a couple of times where I've taken my door out and the wheels have completely seized. So I've never I'm, taken my door out. You've yeah, taken the you door out? Just clip them out. It's nice and easy, top and bottom. No, you're talking different things. <laughs> okay, so uh, you're on fly screens, Dan. There's going to be a slap down in here in this. No, no, no. You're, you're on fly screens. <laughs> And James is on actual doors. Oh, okay. Okay, okay, you're on the fly screens. But, okay, I've taken the fly screens. But okay. for the doors themselves, yes, they can yeah. come out. There's a little uh, cover hole which is on a screw. That yeah. Actually, they work on exactly the same mechanism, okay. which is you've got um, you've got a couple of wheels on the bottom that slides yeah. along in the same way if it's that type of door. Now, with the amount of sand we get and pet hair and stuff like that, inevitably, those wheels are going to get gunked up. Exactly. So that's where you issue uh, the issue tends to lie. Mm. So quick, uh, quick clean, clean the wheels, spray with WD-40. If that doesn't work, then good old lithium grease. Colin's favourite. I do love a bit of lithium grease, and that's actually because you can't get graphite grease here, or I can't get graphite grease here. Um, yeah, I don't know why. I, I probably haven't looked as hard as I should do, because I've got lithium grease, and that's, um, that's sprayable, which kind of works very well. Um, but I do like a bit of graphite grease as well. Um, and actually, my, my, my dad has got like 12 different types of grease in, in his garage. <laughs> And, um, Why? He, well, oh, for because, something for every use. Yeah, well, you know, he's aeronautical, so on that basis, he needs it to be absolutely the correct grease for every use. Um, but uh, again, lithium grease just works a treat for being able to spray it on. It then goes thick, which is kind of what you want. Okay. Um, again, um, not necessarily for the rail itself, because that will get quite messy. Um, but certainly if for the wheels and getting it into the, um, uh, the main axles of those wheels, it, it's mm-hmm. ideal for that kind of thing. Spare parts an issue? Massive, yeah. massive issue. So if you've got a problem and a, and a, and a mechanical damage to those wheels, um, it's to the specialists. Hmm. Which um, for us probably down we go to Satwa, won't we? Satwa, if it's a if it's a fly screen door, if it's the aluminium door itself, it's probably Dubai Investment Park or Sharjah. Oh, and also there's been loads of recommendations recently for float glass. Which interestingly, float glass. The, uh, float glass is a company in Alcu's form okay. who uh, ridiculously are about 50 yards away from our own location in Alcu's form. Oh, convenient. And yet we've never actually used them. And then they've been all over British Dance Dubai this week um, with uh, laser recommendations for pretty much anything glass. You guys related. should walk over and have a chat. I know, mm. we just haven't got that far. Mm. You know? We've got a fantastic um, Indian restaurant next door. We got that far, haven't we? Oh, On many, many times. Oh yeah, that place is amazing. But um, that's the opposite direction. So from the Indian, it's actually kind of like a hundred yards, isn't it, Dan? So well, it's good. It's good to know there's somebody decent. Cause traditionally, glass was all done by yeah. the companies on the one-way street in Satwa. There we go. The language was always a problem. You yeah. go in with a diagram and say, "Can you make this?" and you struggle to get the the nods and the shakes. Yeah. It was tough. So ultimately, when we start dealing, let's get back to the sliding door for a second. When we're dealing with that, if if it's sticking and I've done the grease thing and it's still not, and I've, I've cleaned it and it's still not really working well, get the professionals in to give it a look. Yeah, absolutely. And um, again, trying to take something of that weight off the rail, um, you need to be brave. And um, you also need to be quite lucky as well. <laughs> well, I wouldn't like that, um, that on me, so I would probably throw that to... Uh, uh, to a specialist to actually come to your property. But yeah. expect some fun and games with trying to get specialists to your property for that. 
Okay. Uh, we got Mubisher. Mubasher. Oh, I, I, you know what? I got this wrong again. Yeah. I, we, we just no, spoke. Right. We just spoke. Yeah, yeah. You'd think that I could get this straight. Yeah, <laughs> Esther's, right. Esther's holding calling. her head. Don't worry. She's holding her head no, in disbelief at this moment. No, it's all right. I'll keep calling until you I, get it right. I, I, so, I'm just going to go to... I'm just going to go with uh, Moobs because that's what you said people yeah. call you as well. Yeah, that's better. That's better. <laughs> you get it right on the first time. <laughs> so, so what's going on with the squeaky seats? Ah, oh, I've got this. Uh, you know, I've got this uh, LX570, and the 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 second row, uh, it like it, you, I, it it got used a little bit more when my family was over, so someone had to jump to the third row, so I had to fold the seat up and down all the time. Now that they're gone. Now, every time I go over a speed bump, the car makes a squeaky noise, like kick, 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 kick. It's, it's so annoying. I mean, it's so, not that it's so something where it's already you're annoying. A, you're actually really lucky because while these guys typically don't fix cars, Colin right. does spend a lot of time fixing cars. I'm like an unbelievable car nut. Um, myself yeah. and Glenn, who I'm sure you know very well indeed, moves. Um, our yeah. partners in crime with not only our own fleet of uh, 65 vehicles but uh, numerous more I think I'm down to seven at the moment personal vehicles but, uh, so this one's a really difficult one though because um, the traditional methods we're talking about for house doors probably aren't going to work no. um, have you have you looked at the mechanism itself uh, tried to do a flex test which is the normal thing that I would do uh, in this situation so you isolate it to a location moves. that would be the first thing that I would do um, if it is mechanism related, so um, I would then at that stage, WD-40 is always a great one with vehicles, A, because it's very thin, and secondly, yeah. if you miss where you're aiming for, then the implications yeah. aren't too dramatic. So I would start with WD-40 without a doubt, um, but again, um, it can be something completely different. The other thing, yeah. um, in your, uh, it was an LX-570, wasn't it? Yes. Um, I, if I remember rightly, the third row on that car is adjustable. Um, yeah. So it's not the third row which makes the noise. It's the second row on the passenger side. It's, it's ah. Like it's a 60-40. So the 40 part, okay. I lift it up, and you know the hinges at the uh, on the uh, where they get hooked, like yes. where they yep. they stuck. That's where it makes noise. I mean, that's kind There's of something. Is something like caught in it? Have you checked? You know, uh, no, no food. It, 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 no, so no, no, it's not it's the food. I, I had it checked. I, I, I took it to the garage, and the guy said, first I thought it's the passenger seat, but he checked all the hinges and uh, locks and everything. It's very firm and sturdy, but the second row, the 40 part of that seat, is the hinge at the where it gets locked on the floor. Uh, that's where it's loose, or that's where it's making noise. So the guy could not get around it, how to get it fixed. So uh, I don't know if he's right or no. Maybe I can try with WD-40, but uh, it, anything. In that one location, if it's actually on the hinge itself, so normally the way that that would work is that you'd have a latch bar that's in the, in the, uh, the floor of the car, and you'd have a hook that would basically go onto it. If it's the hook, if it's the hook side, then I would very carefully, which would mean kitchen roll the other side of it, I would hit that with lithium grease and then right. um, basically work that mechanism. So put it in, take it out, put it in, take it out um, right. three or four times and then clean it after every time that you, um, uh, that you yeah. do that. And I'd be amazed if you that problem persisted because it's got so few moving parts that moves. You've yeah. actually got um, just the, uh, the catch mech itself. Um, yeah. That would uh, uh, that potentially could be the issue. So mm-hmm. I, I'd work yeah. with that one. Give it a try and let, follow up with me on the car clinic next week. Let's see what sure. we're doing with that. Yeah, sure, no problem. Also, I've got one more. Right, uh, I got to let you go though because we're on a right, break, right, and no we'll, we'll talk to you all again right. soon though. Hey, thank you very all much, right. man. Thanks,
Yes, thank you. Thank you for having me. Thank you. See, we got, we got, you guys are answering car questions and home repair questions. We will fix it. Does everything. Colin and Dan joining us in studio. If you got a question, fire away. They're taking them right now. Gentlemen, I've got Colin and Dan here from We Will Fix It. We Will Fix It dot com. These guys, literally, cars are now on the table. Uh, Anything around the home. Nicholas uh, came through in his experience. Fly screens (laughs) uh, will quite easily pop out if you simply walk into them without realizing they are there. Uh, Brilliant. We've all done it. <laughs> so it's actually embarrassing when you do it at someone else's home. Uh, yeah, okay. Anyway, uh, another one that's come through from Susan. Is there anything I can put on the uh, bedroom side window to block out my neighbor's lights, which shine bright all night long? Thanks, Susan. Oh, man, this is, I, you know, this is a pretty common uh, issue for a lot of people. Sure, you can get window film. Um, I'm thinking this is night time. Yeah, yeah, this is at night. So if it it was night time and it was me, I would get blackout blinds. I'd put double-sided tape on the frame around it to basically seal the blackout blind to the frame. And then at that point, in effect, you should have solved your issue. No? Am I missing something? Hmm. Maybe, Maybe, maybe. Curtains. That's what we did. <laughs> we, we had previous experience with uh, with some apartment buildings where there was one of the the bright flashing lights that goes off on the side of the building all night, and we in that situation put the guy in touch with uh, with the window film company, came out and yeah. filmed the window with a very dark tint. Oh, so in that, that situation, that can that's work. But point. Yeah. yeah, a film or, or blackout blinds. Yeah, yeah. There we go. And you can get. I mean, custom sizes of those are are, are pretty simple to do. Um, and again, actually, IKEA makes custom uh, custom sizes for that, if mm. I remember rightly, by the meter. Um, and again, Susan, if you can take that down, um, make it to double-sided tape. 3M tends to work pretty well here in the hot climate um, if you wanted to go with that solution. But the only problem with the blind one is then it's a permanent kind of thing because you yes. get tape and... Yeah. That is permanent. So it just depends if you plan to open up that window. I like the film idea. Hmm. Remember, our, our first office had... Right, daylight coming in. It was awful. We, we were we were literally cooking in there. So we got one of the guys from Satra did uh, just car windscreens. Uh-huh. He came and did all the windows around the side in a reflective metal. It looked great from the outside. People stood there checking the makeup, and we were inside <laughs> looking at them through the glass. <laughs> Speaking of Satwa, what a great segue. Uh, weeks ago, you guys spoke of your go-to place in Satwa for pretty much anything. If you go in there and describe it, you've got uh, a shop that can usually source something and i've had people asking us see the history on this place is absolutely hilarious the reason we went there was on the first day that we opened our little shop in satwa which was our headquarters uh, when we first joined um he was he was literally at the end of the road now <laughs> we're talking about a supplier who is basically i i reckon about or oh, what four meters by four meters he's tiny yeah. but there is nothing that this guy can't get and um basically it's it's mahaba building materials um which is uh when you're coming from the under the bridge from the Iranian roundabout, you're turning right onto Plant Street, uh, as it's known, yeah. because all the plant shops are there. And then the last turning on the left, before you get to the U-turn, the uh-huh. big U-turn yeah. and the one-way street, um, on the right-hand side of that, that junction, there is a tyre shop, which yes. always displays all of his um, alloy wheels on the side. I know exactly what you're talking right. about. Right. Directly opposite there is Mahava. Okay. And those guys are just awesome. And uh, you wouldn't believe how much money we spend there now. 
It's, uh, they're absolutely incredible. So directly opposite from Lulu's, or the, the old supermarkets on the opposite side of the road. It's straight across the road from Lulu. Easy. Okay. Super. Yeah. Uh, ceiling fans, another big one. Uh, I, I know in our place we've got ceiling fans in all the bedrooms. Uh, I don't know why we don't have them in the sitting room area, but we don't. Uh, I have outdoor fans, though, which I am absolutely in love with. You guys doing a lot of ceiling fan stuff? Um, we do we do a bit of it. Um, I would say, oh, probably about once every couple of weeks that we do. Um, we, you have to be very careful with the uh, the quality of what you're installing. Mm. Um, again, uh, there is a certain place that shall remain nameless, um, which is not my favourite for electrics on the whole. In fact, I we we as a company refuse to install anything that's been sourced from there. Okay. Um, and uh, for fans, I've seen them post the blow up and it's not nice wow. at okay. all and if that's going inside your home you've got problems so stick to a well-known brand yeah. panasonic do a really good cheap um uh fan that uh, will work very well on a lot of properties here okay. um the main issue tends to be if you want variable speed um and also you're losing a light fixture there mm. so therefore yeah. you have to plan for how you're going to create light and the, okay. the fans that i've seen apart from the really fancy ones um, that uh, uh, produce light. It's yeah. pretty horrible light that they produce. So look at it first um, if you're going to get one with an integrated light or failing that, floor lights. Okay. Light, the light tends to wobble as well. Good point. <laughs> yes. When the sun's gone, you get your light going. Well, the, yeah. and, and if you've got false ceilings, I know all our stuff comes from Ceiling Fan Company, and, and we've been yeah, really happy with mm-hmm. uh, Hunter. You know, all Hunter fans, yeah. which li- lifetime warranty on those motors, and they stand by that that warranty. So and rightly so. We've never replaced a Hunter, and it's not mm. that's no fluke. Yeah. Um, but what you're paying for is for for just a fantastic piece of kit, and actually, by the way, a great outfit. Again, um, uh, the outdoor fan company, we'd have yeah. no issues with people going direct to them if they yeah. wanted to. Well, the ceiling fan company. Ceiling is, fan uh, company. Yeah. Sorry. Yes, um, and, and you know, they stopped selling the outdoor. They, so they used they sell outdoor fans. Don't get me wrong, but we got outdoor pedestal fans. Oh, look at you! And I'll send you a picture of those. They are they sound amazing. They are phenomenal. They 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 just weren't big sellers. And I got to say, the the story goes that when when this came up, I said to the wife, I said, you know, we really need to get one of these. And it's about a year, and she said, no, why would we get that? And, it, and literally, you know, where you put an umbrella up through your table? Yes. It fits through there. Oh, get it. And and so I have this fan over the table outside. Nice. And and you know, as soon as we got it, it was like, yeah, this is bonus because you know, with the time of year when flies start flying around, they can't fly with a downward wind, so there's oh, no flies around genius. your table. That's awesome, <laughs> that's superb. Yeah, I'll Definitely send you a photo. Send I'll send you pictures. You guys need these things. But the, yeah. the indoor fans are really good for saving on your AC bill well, as well. That too. They can really help circulate the air, so mm-hmm. it can certainly save a bit of money. Mm-hmm. It's a good investment. Gentlemen, we've run out the clock on the show once again. Uh, if folks want to get in touch with you, it's really easy. Eight hundred fix or go to wewillfixit.com. You've got a team standing by on those phones during business hours that uh, can sort people out and look forward to getting you back on the show uh, in a couple weeks time thank you very much thank you very much for coming out this has been the diy show with dan and colin from we will fix it